Kura, this program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. Kia ora everybody, welcome to Access Radio. This is B-Side Stories. We're on 106.1 FM. If you have any complaints to make, you can go to the BSA, but you shouldn't do because this is community radio and we love each other here. Um, my name is Sapir and I'm here with my co-host Karen. Good evening, it's good to be here tonight. Great. Um, we're a bit sad to be inside because it is beautiful, but to compensate for being indoors on a beautiful sunny day, we've got some amazing guests for you coming up. Um, Karen, do you want to kick off the show? Yeah, so this evening um, we have Joss and Sean, uh, who are two of the organisers of the um, Day of the Dead Fiesta Festival. So um, g- good evening. Thank you for coming in to see us this evening. Hi. Hi. Nice to be here. Um, so could you just start by telling us, um, I know that you're kind of two different organisations in Wellington who've kind of come together to put this this festival together. So um, Joss, first of all, where are you from? So I'm with the, the Garage Project Brewery. Uh, I'm one of the founders. So we started the brewery back in 2011 in the old petrol station up in Arrow Valley ah. with uh, my best friend Ian and yep. his older brother Pete. Yeah. Cool. And you've teamed up with, so where are you from, Sean? Uh, I have a little bar called Golding's Freedive in the Hannah's Laneway. Uh, and we've just, I've actually just opened a restaurant in there too, Shepherd Restaurant. But the, yeah, I fell in love with craft beer about six or seven years ago and thought I'd like to have my own little establishment to do it. So we've been pouring beer out of there for the neighbourhood for coming up five years. Yeah, it's a popular bar. It is. It's, um... Yeah, it seems to get more popular and more popular as we go on, which is nice. Great. So are you the owner of the bar? I am the owner, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, named, it's named after me, so it seems to be the right thing oh, to do yeah, is to own course. it. Of yeah, course. Well, yeah. if you're going to own a bar, you're going to, yeah. That was actually Joss's idea to when I first opened, to working through names, and Joss just said, oh, let's call it Goldings, it'll be fine. Okay. And he was yeah. right. Yeah. Sean, Sean puts the gold in and goings. <laughs> <laughs> Golden goings. Yeah. So you guys have obviously known each other for a while then. Yeah, so we, we got to know each other. We we started our brewery uh, under a thing we called 2424, and it was brewing and releasing 24 beers in 24 weeks. And we did that down at Hashigozaki on Taranaki Street. Um, so it was a new beer uh, every week, um, 5 o'clock on a, on a Tuesday, um, and we'd, we'd bring a beer down. It was brand new. It had never been tried before. Um, and Sean also helped um, bring Hashigozaki to life, and, and through that got to know Sean. Uh, and it, it's quite fishing as well with the with the beers we're pouring this weekend and, and the, the festival. Uh, one of them, the, the Day of the Dead Bear, actually had its its debut in Hashigozaki during that twenty four twenty four period. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I know we're here to talk about the festival, but just focusing on your the, your interest in craft beers. How do you get ideas about? The, I don't know anything about beers and, yeah. and brewing, making beers. I, so, how do you get ideas for different flavors? I mean, the great thing with beer is that uh, there really are no rules. If we go back um, you know, to the, the very earliest days of brewing, we were, were just gathering things from the hedgerow, we're picking what was at hand, what was available, and putting it into the beer. Uh, so beers always had a tradition of using lots of different yeah. um, locally foraged ingredients or, um, or flowers or herbs or spices in it. Um, and you know, the, the inspiration can come from anywhere, and in, in this particular instance, for the Day of the Dead beer, it, it came from Pete reading about a, a very traditional um, beverage that the, the Aztecs used to use almost as a sacrificial rite, as, as like the last 
uh, things someone would have to have to pass their lips before they were oh, really? before they were sort of offered up okay. as a as a sacrilege and um, and that was called zotelet and it was described as a dark frothy bitter chocolate be- okay. beverage and I think if you take sort of dark bitter and frothy yeah. it sounds like a beer and you put chocolate in there and um, you know they're known for putting chili in their in their chocolates as well at the time and, okay. and it all sort of just started to build up as an idea but um, you know it can be something you eat. Yeah. You see, read, um, someone might say something. I mean, the ideas can come from anywhere, really, which makes it very exciting. It's great to hear the story, though, behind a new a new beer that you've got. Oh, this one, so this one's been out before, this particular, that, that's kind of linked with the festival. But, um, yeah, it's great to hear a story that leads you to that point. Yeah, I think, um, you know, the, the best beers that you do have, they come from a place, they come from a, a, a purpose. There's there's a connection to the ingredients, the art, the the flavours, you know, it should all ladder up, so to speak, and, and if you can get that together, uh, it just makes it that much more meaningful. Yeah. So then the two of you have come together, and I'm sure you've probably worked on other projects as well, but particularly this weekend, you've got the Day of the Dead fiesta happening. So can you tell us a bit more, just generally, about what, what that will be this weekend? What can people expect? So the idea, uh, I think this is our fifth uh, event we've done for Day of the Dead, and I think 2013 might have been the first one where we started very small in the bar. The bar only holds about 70 or 80 people, and we realised very quickly that there was quite a demand for it, and also there was quite a few Mexican people living okay, uh, in, in Wellington, so it was nice for them to celebrate it with us, um, which is the whole idea, of course. Um, and then from there on, we've just got bigger and bigger. As the laneway has become uh, more populated with uh, other businesses and s- small independents, we've been able to collaborate with them, uh, mm. and and you know the whole one plus one equals three kind of thing, and. And the next, and then uh, next minute, I guess you've got a festival that has uh, three or four hundred people coming. You have kit, you have uh, restaurants um, and all amazing beer and live music, and people just come out of the woodwork and want to help and want to contribute. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I'm expecting Saturday to be, uh, I guess, quite overwhelming as far as the amount of people that want to get in there. Yeah. Okay, so um, it's built up over the last few years. Then you mm. say. And uh, what are you expecting, in terms of numbers of people, what would you be expecting on, on Saturday? Well, we only can hold a certain amount with our liquor licence restrictions, which is fine and actually makes it easy to manage. You'd, uh, we would like to expand it even bigger you know, again yeah. next year, but we've kind of, we've, we're very focused on quality for the customer as well, so we won't, don't want it to be too mm-hmm. full, um, so people can a- have something to eat and they can sit down at a table and families can come and things like that. So I expect we'll probably have up to 400, 500 people at a time in the area, even though Facebook at the moment says we've only got 3,000 people interested in the event. Um, so that's exciting. Yeah, um, which is fine, and it's fine. people. You turn over the tables, and yeah. you know people don't stay there for the whole day. Maybe some do, but um, that would be a great atmosphere. So, what are the kind of times of it then? Uh, so we kick off at two p.m. Uh, and I think we call our last drinks at about six thirty-seven, um, and that's just to give the neighbours a break. It's a pretty loud day for them, yeah. Um, and we're actually stuffed from yeah. doing it, to be honest. So, yeah. So tell us a bit more then about, so Day of the Dead, lots of people will know about it, but lots won't either. So how would you, what, what is it about for people that maybe don't kind of know what, what the whole Day of the Dead 
phenomena is. Yeah, so I, I mean, Dia de los Muertos is, is really a celebration, um, a moment to sort of um, remember the, the loved ones who have, have passed on, and but to do so in a way that, that is a party, that is a celebration. So um, it's, it's really a, a very colourful, very bright occasion. Um, you know, it's an opportunity to, to sort of remind yourself that you are still living and to, and to sort of seize the moment and enjoy yourself and, um, and sort of not, not be afraid of um, what might come, but also reflect back on your, your ancestors and, mm. and the people who aren't, aren't with you anymore. So it would have originated in Mexico, or it's a, it's a Mexican event. South America, um, yeah. So what would it look like there? So you're obviously creating a festival here in Wellington to celebrate it, but what... what what might it look like in Mexico? I think I think it's um, it's big street parties as well. Okay. Um, you know, and a lot of music, um, dancing, celebration, food, uh, things to drink. Uh, they do bake um, a very sort of traditional bread, pan de muerto, bread, ah, bread yeah. of the dead. Yeah. Um, it's a tradition, and um, you know, a lot of um, tradition around dressing up. Um, if you think about the face painting, yeah, we'll, we'll have a face painter or face painters. Um, in the laneway on the day, so people are dressing up. They're um, sort of doing the, the sort of the skull, black and white yeah. skull um, decorations on their face. Um, we have sort of um, lots of decorations that we'll put up around the, the laneways as well. So it's just bright, very vibrant, very colourful. Yeah. Um, just a good, good fun party, but big family friendly party. Yeah, but the significance being the remembrance of people that have died and that, that yeah. remembering your loved ones that you've lost yeah. and that kind yeah. of, yeah. yeah. To not be scared of death. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And so you mentioned a bit about food there. So I don't know much about Day of the Dead, but I did, mm-hmm. uh, in some reading, said how significant the food part was and that people would kind of eat the food when, of the people that they were thinking of, their favourite mm-hmm. foods and things like that. Yeah. So on for your festival, what would the, what's the kind of food focus? Well, with the, <coughs> with the neighbourhood we're in, we... I mean, using the uh, restaurants there makes complete sense. So we have a Egmont Street eatery. Um, they and all the food is uh, focused on uh, Mexican-style food, of course. So that we have three um, restaurants collaborating together: La Boca Loca from Miramar. We uh, yeah. Lucas comes in and uh, makes something awesome as usual. Yeah. Uh, of course, Simon he makes something as well, and then Shepherd Elliot from Shepherd Restaurant. Uh, they, we have a uh, kitchen built uh, in the car park as well, so a full temporary oh, wow. kitchen yeah. made with the three vendors in there. So um, they collaborate together to make sure there isn't any overlaps and kind of all bases are covered with the kind of food that's served, yeah. And so you mentioned earlier on as well that it's a real family event as well, so it's kind of, you know, families can come along and there'll be great atmosphere and food for the day and you're looking excited <laughs> at that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, the previous years, it's it's. Um, I mean, it's it's open to everyone. Bring bring the family dogs along as well. Um, you know, it's it's just a big. Yeah, it's pretty good. There's, I mean, there's plenty of room to move around, and uh, like we say, we don't let we don't let it get overpopulated. You got to think of safety and um, and just yeah. There's no need to like you know turn it into a. A, I guess a piss up is the thing to do yeah. is you've got to make sure yeah. that you're respectful of the kind of festival you're trying to run yeah. and you want people to enjoy themselves yeah. you know um, at, at the end of the day so yeah and we've it's always been very positive response from the uh, the neighborhood as well um, there's a lot of people live around there and they all attend it and and we build it for the neighborhood you know yeah. that that's that's what it's for um, to come come and enjoy it yeah. yeah I bet they're loving it they'll be popping down yeah that's right so the weather's good yeah, yeah. what's it looking like at the moment? 
Friday's going to rain. Um, I think Saturday will be fine. It'll um, it's if it doesn't rain, which I'm pretty sure it's not going to. We'll, we'll have a great day. Yeah. Yeah. Now music. Tell us. You've mentioned live music. So. Um, who we have playing on Saturday? We have Carlos Nave play. He's played every year for us. He's pretty cool. He um, he brings down a couple of guys in mariachi outfits and play all the stuff that people want to hear. So it's on point. Um, bit of brass as well. And um, yeah, he's he's fabulous. He 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 loves it as it for a day himself to celebrate. Yeah. You know, um, and that we generally have. That goes from probably about three o'clock through to about six thirty. Oh wow! Um, okay. So That's yeah, a long it's uh, that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, with a few breaks in between. So yeah, that works pretty well. Great. And beers? Is there any other beers that you want to tell us about while we're talking about what's happening on the day? I mean, the the, the main thing for us is really bringing the the three Day of the Dead inspired beers okay. that we have. So um, you know, the original is Day of the Dead, and it's a it's a chili chocolate black lager. So mm. we put um, strong cocoa powder. Chipotle chili in the boil. Uh, we re-ferment the beer with agave, condition on coconuts and um, some vanilla as well. Wow. Um, and a little bit more chipotle as well. So it's sort of um, kind of like a, a smoky um, heat to it with uh, chili chocolate sort of bite to it. And then alongside it, we have the La Calavera Katrina, which mm. is the, the elegant skull. And uh, that's the, the lighter... Um, beer to the dark day of the dead but mm-hmm. it's um, it's deceptive in that it's it's quite assertively spicy so we brew that as a maize blonde lager mm-hmm. um, we put some organic habanero chilies in the boil and we condition it on rose water and watermelon so it's sweet and spicy uh, but it definitely has quite an assertive chili kick to it okay um, yeah. it's a beer that can really polarize people yeah but it's one that we we probably have the strongest following for for all of the beers we do within the brewery okay it's the one that people are always asking us about yeah uh and then this year we're we're lucky enough to bring out a a small amount of a very special beer which is triple day of the dead and that's a big imperial version of day of the dead uh but we've managed to bring in some some freshly emptied tequila barrels uh from north america and brewed that beer extra strong and then aged it in tequila barrels stuffed full of chipotle chili for 12 months Wow. Uh, brought back out, uh, put back on some more coconuts, mm. uh, and that's clocking in at twelve percent this year. So oh my god! Big barrel aged chili yeah. chocolate black lager. It's very special and one which we'll be pouring on the day alongside a host of other beers and, yeah. and, and, and drinks and wines and yeah. non-alcoholics. And We've got margaritas hanging ditches sitting up, and they have a uh, oh, ma- yeah. ma- margarita stall. So that's uh, that's pretty apt. Yeah, you know? a nice icy margarita. It's pretty good on a on a. Fun day, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, sounds awesome. Yeah. And I'm not even a beer drinker, but you're selling those beers really well. You make them sound good. <laughs> I think the thing with, with beer is that it, it can be so much more than just, just bland, boring, bitter and fizzy. Yeah. And if you have if you have something that um, is spicy or sweet or sour or savoury or umami, it, it might change your mind of what, what beer can be. And then, then you might sort of find yourself questioning, well, maybe, maybe I am a beer drinker, I just don't yeah. like those other beers or, yeah. the, or the majority of beers. Yeah. So. so going back to the actual Day of the Dead theme and the festival, it does seem to be kind of growing in popularity in New Zealand and other countries. Why Why do you think that's happening? Have you got or any thoughts about that? Is it the absence of our own, uh, perhaps, yeah. um, cultural parties and things like that? I'm not sure. Yeah. It's uh, Halloween, I guess, is another example. People seem to be really embracing 
Halloween. Well, that's um, the thing. In my, yeah, so I mean, I've only been in New Zealand for four years, but over that time, even it just feels like Halloween has got bigger and bigger, and yeah. and yeah. also Day of the Dead. So and when we, we first put the Day of the Dead beer out in 2011, no, very few people had heard of it. Heard of it. I hadn't heard of yeah. it at all. Yeah. Um, and I think you're definitely right. Um, as as um, uh, the years have gone by, we're definitely seeing a growing awareness. We sell the beer in Australia, uh, even as far as Europe now, and uh, every place we're starting to see slowly they're, they're clicking on to, to what it is and what it's about. And yeah. I think it's just turning up in pop culture more now as well. I think Pixar's working on it. Oh, Disney uh, yeah, are doing no, a Day of the Dead related theme, and like that. Yeah. James Bond yeah. made it famous. Yeah, yeah because of well. the walk down the. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But, but also there's a, it's New Zealand is a uh, has multiple ethnicities, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, they are are celebrating it. So yeah. and what's a New Zealander, you know? It's like so it's nice to have these, um, I guess these parties to celebrate yeah. who people are, and you can find out about culture yeah. this way, which is kind of yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned earlier that you were in involvement with the Mexican community. Can you tell us a bit more about how that works and how you're in touch with them? Are they leading the the like cultural celebrations and you're just bringing the party, or how does that work? So we have our our Mexican am- ambassador is Miriam Ramos, who works at the Wellington Chocolate Factory, and she keeps it all in line for us and makes sure that we're doing all the right things. And um, we did have a meeting with the Mexican embassy. Uh, uh, Two months ago, about about the festival, they're fully uh, on board. Um, I think they actually were planning on an event before the fireworks um, down on the waterfront uh-huh. on the same night, but I'm not quite sure if that's still happening now. But they generally attend, uh, well, they have attended every year as well. So, um, yeah, so you know, you've, you've got to make sure you do your due diligence and don't hijack it and get all those things right. So we're pretty comfortable uh, with Miriam looking after all that kind of stuff for us, which is nice. Yeah, I mean, that's really special. We're living in a very wary era, I think, which is good. I mean, a lot of centuries of white people taking over culture has yeah. you know, has left yeah. us feeling a bit concerned. So I think that's cool to hear that, yeah. you're, as you say, you're doing your due diligence. Well, you've got to be very aware of it. It's, um, you, yeah, like you say, uh, appropriating or hijacking something is... is is not right. There's a yeah. so um yeah. and, and Lucas and Lucas, Lucas of course from as well Loboca, from Loboca, Loboca, Loboca and from yeah yeah so yeah we're just providing an avenue I guess for yeah. the festival literally yeah. an avenue yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's right <laughs> so where do you hope it might go in the future I mean I know you'll be thinking about this weekend and getting all organised and sorted for that but what are your hopes for it I'd like to see it come up um, from the laneway up um, Lead Street. You know, perhaps into Gulsey Street, you know, um, Marion Street, um, eventually. Um, that would be awesome if you could actually get, you know, two or 3,000 people and have different kind of, you know, events up the street and bring other businesses mm-hmm. on board and things like that. I think that'd be great. Of course, you've got to be careful, like you say. You can't, you know, jump on it too quickly and um, and go the wrong way. So we've just, we've just been careful about it. Yeah, I think, you know, it's just one of those um, great one of those things that makes Wellington so special and great where it's um, just seemingly this effortless thing that just happens and feels natural and feels right in, in the heart of the city to have this celebration and pops up once a year and then, and then goes away again and just adds to the whole vibrancy and culture of, yeah. um, 
of the city and why I think we all love living and working around the, yeah. the central area. And you say effortless, but a lot of planning goes into these events. And so how's it been organising events well, there's like a, this in there's Wellington? A, there's, a, there's a magic lady, uh, Matty, who works at Garage Project, uh, who does a lot of the work, to be yeah. honest. And of course, everyone who works in the, uh, the individual bars and restaurants that are contributing, they, they do quite a lot as well. Um, yeah, so Matty wrangles us all and gets us here. And yeah, yeah um, so yeah, it is a lot of work. We start planning probably about three or four months in advance um, to make sure we get everything yeah. underway. Um, but this year feels the most uh, relaxed, to be honest. Uh, the oh, biggest okay. one, but the most yeah. relaxed. So it'll probably be the one that'll get me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. You're all under control. Yeah. It sounds like a great. Yeah. And getting dressed up, people, you want. Yeah, it's, uh, well, the face painting's there, people with yeah. uh, flowers, the marigolds and all that kind of stuff is all there. So, yeah, we we go nuts with that stuff. What yeah. will you be wearing? Uh, I don't know. Probably <laughs> someone will make me wear like a tiara, flower tiara with marigolds in it or something like nice. that, which nice. is fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for coming in this evening and telling us. Is there anything else about the weekend that you'd like to let the listeners know about or... I could say the businesses that are involved might be important. Uh, So, like I said, we have Shepherd Restaurant, Goldness Free Dive, Garage Project, Egmont Street Eatery, the Wellington Chocolate Factory, Fix and Fog, La Boca Loca, Hanging Ditch, and Pizza Pomodoro. I think that's it. So I'm really sorry if I forgot anyone. Loads of great businesses and local businesses all coming together for it. That's really good. Well, have a great weekend. I hope the weather does stay uh, clear and sunny for you. Um, and any do- if, for listeners, if they want more details, you've obviously got a Facebook event yes. with everything on it on there. And I'm sure you'll be doing updates on there to let people know what's happening. We will. Thanks for coming in this evening. Oh, nice. Thank you. Thank you.